Welcome to Childhood Trash, a dumpster dive into our childhood nostalgia, where we re-examine the most influential media from our youth in order to answer the question, tragic or nostalgic. I'm your host, Pia Plaka, joined by my co-host, Maggie Keating. Maggie, I feel like I'm really far away from you. I know. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Wait, let's sit like let's get let's, let's get close we're today. cozy today you know we're talking about a cozy movie oh we're talking about is the it, coziest of cozy movies <laughs> is it a cozy movie in a way yeah yeah we're I, talking think, about narnia. I think the next one is cozier but yeah yeah it's narnia today it's narnia narnia welcome to narnia the lion the witch, witch and, and the, the wardrobe. wardrobe the first one it's all very important it is well because i found out there are three movies Really? <laughs> I did not know that. Are you serious? I d- you didn't know that? I want to say, Wait, I actually do, don't do think you I've know? never seen, I think I've maybe never seen Narnia. <laughs> because I remembered nothing from this movie. Are you serious? Oh my god, this maybe movie plays in a loop on my head all the time. <laughs> maybe I have seen it, but like, it had no, like, it did not stick in my brain. Whoa. I had no memory. Wait, that's so sad. Did you read the books when you were a kid? No. Oh my god. No. I didn't read books. Is there... Okay, shut up. No, it's true. Like, I was not a reader when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Yeah. Aw. Well, <laughs> I feel like the Narnia books are, are really sweet. They're worth reading. At least the line that was in the wardrobe is. So, okay. I recently had a talk with our friend, fellow podcaster, Paige. At Bagels and More Pod. At Bagels and More Pod. <laughs> and she told me that they're all dead. Oh, that's a theory. That's definitely a theory. That she said at the end on the like last book, you find out that they're all dead and Narnia is like heaven and Susan's the only one who's alive. That's definitely a theory. I don't know. I never you don't finished the last. To this I never theory. finished like the okay. series. Um, but I will say that Narnia has like um, a lot of like religious ties. I know Indeed. that's why a lot of people like weren't allowed to. I know like a lot of people weren't allowed to watch these movies just because they're pretty religious. The movies, like you didn't grow I up in a Christian household. You'd be surprised, though. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Other than Father Christmas, I don't remember there being other so religious. I actually things. did like a whole project on this. Oh my god! <laughs> um, this was what your project was on. Yeah, it was oh about religion. I, I timed this very well, actually. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty proud, proud of, of myself for that. But basically, like Aslan is supposed to be like Jesus. Like, if you, like, no. C.S. Lewis, no, like, literally, no, no. <laughs> no, not that I don't believe you, I'm just, this like, not happy. This is literally how he wrote the books, that, like, if you placed Christianity in this, like, fantastical world of Narnia, yeah, Aslan would be Jesus in Narnia. Okay, yeah. and who would the witch be? Like, the devil. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I don't... That, does that, like... I always liked I it. I mean... I thought it was, like, a much nicer version of Christianity. <laughs> I like the, the lion. I... I, I guess I can see that. Mm-hmm. I just... I don't it's know. Not, it doesn't have to be that deep, though. It doesn't yeah. have to be that deep. Yeah, I mean, I definitely was, like, confused when he, like, got back up. I was like, yeah, what? Literally, that's Easter. <laughs> Happy Easter. No, literally. Yeah. Um, so I get it. Going back to the not knowing... So, did you know who Ben Barnes was when you watched Shadow and Bone? <laughs> this is such a funny question. Yeah. <laughs> Did I know who someone, I don't know who you're talking about, was in a show I have not seen? You haven't watched Shadow and Bone? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, what? Did you read, you read the books? I read the first book. Oh. Well, I think I DNF'd it, actually. Oh my god, but but you did read Six of Crows. No, I did not. What? I haven't read Six of Crows yet. It, <laughs> I was supposed to read it over the summer and then I didn't. Wait, oh my god. <laughs> Wait, I'm, like, flabbergasted. I'm, like, <laughs> wait, this is blowing my mind. But anyway, Ben Barnes is, like, a pivotal figure in my life because he's just in all of these, like, weird adaptations of things that I love, like, for no reason. Yeah. I, I, I know who he is from Shadow and Bone, but mm-hmm. I haven't seen Shadow and Bone. 
And I haven't seen more of wow. Narnia, so. Okay, well, he's Prince Caspian. That's what I heard. Yeah, and he is fantastic. Is that the love interest of Susan? Or no? Yes. Am I making this up? Sort of, like, yes. But it's, like, not, like, a huge... Like, love isn't, like, a huge plot line in the, in the movies, at least. Boring! I know, but Sorry. sometimes I fuck with that. Sometimes that's fine with me. But, anyway. So, this is a pretty, like... This This is one of my faves. I when Or at least when I was younger, I used to, like love these movies and these books. Like, there's, like, three main, like, series of books that I read but in my formative years, mm-hmm. and it's, like, The Hunger Games, Harry Potter, and Narnia, and the three of them, like, have shaped, like, the person I am today. <laughs> like, genuinely. <laughs> I don't think I would be at this school if it wasn't for, like, <laughs> one of them, you know? Like, they all work together to mm-hmm. create Maggie Keating. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's, like, dogs, those three books. Yeah. What else do I always talk about? Oh, th- that one song by Bridget Medler. Oh, yeah. And that that's my entire personality. Atlantis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I, like, I don't know. Like, I genuinely, when I watched this movie, I was like, I can't tell you if I've watched this movie before. That's because so I was like, and okay, let me tell you about my watching experience for this movie. I split it up into two parts mm. because I could not sit through it. It was a long, long time. It's, it's long. a long movie. Yeah. And I was so, like, I was the most anxious and stressed I have been watching a movie in a very long time. Oh my god, why? I was so stressed. I was like, because the stakes were so high. <laughs> and I was like, they're not getting out of this. Like, they like had everything stacked against them mm-hmm. and I was so concerned for them. And like, I was I was genuinely so stressed. Like, I that's why I couldn't finish watching it the first time. <laughs> I guess that's a good thing, in a way. But like, good it storytelling. Was it was horrible for me. Yeah. So, I was so stressed. They were going to die. <laughs> it's okay. They didn't die, though. They didn't die. So it's okay. So some of the facts about this movie. This is directed by Andrew Adamson of Shrek fame. He directed the Shreks. When did this movie come out? 2004? Something like that. So after he like was like famous for Shrek, they like were like, do Narnia now. But Weird. then he didn't do like anything else ever. So it was like that's Shrek like, and Narnia. That was, that's his legacy. That's like how Greta Gerwig <laughs> just did Barbie and now she's doing Narnia. I, okay, can we take a moment to talk about that since you just brought it up? Of course. I was very distressed when I heard they were going to be Distre- remaking Narnia. Oh. But how do you feel knowing that it's in Greta Knowing Gerwig's that it's hands. in Greta Gerwig's hands, I know I'm going to uh, love it. I love everything. I just, like, but, like, don't know how I feel about her, because it's so Christian. <laughs> right, but I think she'll, like, play with that in an interesting way. She's, like, the kind of person that would. Yeah. But at the same time, I, like, sometimes I feel very, like, distressed when and, like, annoyed when people remake movies that came out, like, during my lifetime. Yeah. Like, if they came out in the last, like, 20 years, I don't think that they need a remake, especially, like, this one. Is that how you feel about Mean Girls? Yes. Strongly. But it's the musical. I know, but, like, it it just, like, doesn't seem like it has the charm of Mean Girls. You know what I mean? I feel that. And, like, I love Mean Girls the Musical. I saw it on Broadway. I also love Renee Rapp. And, like, but a musical is, I like... I don't like... I don't like... I don't like the look of it right, right now. It's like, it's like you're making a movie out of an like adaptation actors, of the musical. The same actors can be playing the same roles. And that's where I'm, like... I don't know why we're It's doing just this weird. Thing. It's just a little weird, but, um... And they're remaking... What else do I feel like that about? Harry Potter. Yeah, like, the hair... Like, why are you doing that? Literally, crazy. Stop. Am I going to watch it? Probably. Probably. Like, <laughs> Am I no. going to watch it immediately? Yes. <laughs> like, don't do that. Like, yeah. oh my god. They're so, like, they're so special. And, like, even though the Harry Potter movies aren't perfect, they're, like, 
they're really they're like perfect comforting. in their they're, own yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. And you don't need to like mess with that. Yeah. So I am a little worried, but I'm sure I'm going to love it because it's Greta Gerwig. If it yeah. was like some no, if it was anybody else, I would be like, no, thank you. Yeah. But she's like the only person I feel like I could trust. I'm definitely interested to see what she does with it. Me too. No, me too. I'm just scared. <laughs> so the screenplay was written by Ann Peacock, Andrew Adamson, Christopher Marcus, Stephen McFeely. One of these guys, I can't remember who, wrote all of the Captain America and Avengers movies. Like, all of them. Oh my god. When I was in my um, teenage boy era in the pandemic and I watched all the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. I... I did that too. I did that as well. Yeah. <laughs> but I did that for the first time. I'd never seen no, the Marvel same, movie. Same. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. I love that for us. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to watch um, the Wanda show. I wanted to watch Wanda. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is why yeah, I did exactly. it. I was like, this looks interesting, so I watched everything so yeah. I could watch WandaVision. I love Captain America. Captain America is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Like, yeah, his and movies are the best. His, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That makes me so happy, but also confused. <laughs> right, I know. This is Narnia. <laughs> I know. It's like really strange. And it's like an adaptation too, so it's like I guess like the comic books are sort of an adaptation. That's true. But like I don't, I'm not really into the comics. Like I'm good. Like I'm not yeah. that much of a freak. No. But <laughs> <laughs> we could get into the plot if you wish or any anything else. We can get into the plot. This yeah. plot is crazy. Like <laughs> can I just crazy. say I thought I was turning on this like cute cozy Christmas movie. And then there were bombs. There, <laughs> it starts with like, bombs. It starts, I literally, like, I have very few notes for this movie because I was, like, very stressed. Um, <laughs> but um, my first note that I wrote down was, like, oh, my God, they're dropping bombs. <laughs> like, they're literally like, dropping they're bombs. They're literally dropping bombs. And these children are, like, running into, like, a little shelter, bomb shelter. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, the thing I always took from it was that this movie and Narnia in general are supposed to be, like, an escape from all of the terrible things that are happening. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. But, like, the most terrible thing is happening. <laughs> like, yeah, it's World like, War Like, it's II. literally World War Two. It's pretty bad. I don't know. Like, I think that the vibe of the 40s, like, mm-hmm. like suits this movie very well. Mm-hmm. I know it's when it was written, but it has, like, this timeless quality about it because mm-hmm. of, like how far in the past it's set. I just think in general, like, it's easier to, like, contextualize what's going on because of the war. It just makes sense. Because then they get, like, moved to this, like, new place because they're not, like, safe in their hometown. And they go and stay with Professor Kirky? Kirk? Kirk? He is played by by Professor Slughorn. Oh, my God, you're so right. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. I knew that guy looked familiar, but I was like, I couldn't place it. Yeah, he's, like, a famous British actor. I love him. I do, too. So, these children, there's four of them. Mm-hmm. Peter, Susan, Edmund, and Lucy. Yes. The pensive children? The pensive, yeah. Pe- Pevensey, sorry. Pevensey's. Pevensey? Yeah. All right. Yeah, the Pevensey's. I feel like in the first scene, you already established, like, their dynamic. Mm-hmm. You have, like, Peter, he's, like, the surrogate dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes. He's, like, golden boy, also trying to be father. Gryffindor, if you Gryffindor. will. Gryffindor. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then Susan, she's just there. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> she, no, she's the smart one. She's okay. She's the smart one. She's intelligent and, like, wise. N- Susan is underutilized in this movie. <clears throat> and Very true. I feel bad for her. She gets, like, I think she gets more of a role, like, later on. Okay. Because she... Because she didn't mother. die. She's no, the she only one die. who didn't die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... And then there's Edmund. Edmund. I love Edmund. Edmund is bringing the angst in this he movie. Is. I love him. He's so, like, moody and... I love it. I don't know why. Yeah. He's giving me, like, Gabe Duncan. Bye. <laughs> 
it's just, it's just because we just watched Good Luck yeah. Charlie's Christmas. But, like, yeah. yeah, I agree. And then Lucy is, like, kind of the main character of this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. And she's the youngest and the kindest and, like, the most innocent. Yeah. Um, so she gets, like, we get to see Narnia, like, through her perspective for a lot of yeah, for sure. the film. Which is very nice because the beginning, at, at least, like, when we're, like, just meeting Mr. Tumnus is so, like, oh, my God. Like, it's so nice. Basically, they've been moved to this, like, town, this, like, home in the country so that they're, like, safe from all of the bombing of the war in London. I didn't understand this. Like, I I understand it now because I, like, looked it up. Yeah. (laughs) But, like... In the movie, I feel like the movie doesn't do a good job of explaining it. It's like, just like, who is this man? In who is this to man? Them? Yeah. Why are they moving? Because like you just kind of cut from the scene where they're running away from the bomb with their mom, and like now there's a train, and then they're on the train, and she's like saying goodbye. And it's all these mothers saying goodbye to their children. And it's like, what is this like, mm-hmm. like phenomenon? And then and then they like show up at this random house, and I was like, literally, why? Where are they going? Why are they going there? Yeah. And I felt like they didn't explain it to me. They were just like, this is just a thing. Yeah. And I was like, what? I definitely had the context of, like, having read the books already. So I I definitely, I can see what you mean. But for a long time, I was like, what are we doing? Like, definitely when I was younger. But they get to the professor's house. I think he's just, like, referred to as the professor in the book, I feel. But they're playing, like, hide and seek. Because they're so bored. They're bored. There's nothing to do. They're so bored in their little sweater vest. They're not in, is it summer? I don't know. I feel like. I don't know. I just have this like like it was like they were on like a little like car and it was like flowery and then the meadow. Maybe I don't even know. maybe you know talking about yeah. yeah. Maybe it was summer. I don't know. Yeah, no school basically, and they go and they're playing hide and seek. And Lucy finds this little like room with a, like literally the only thing in the room is a wardrobe, and it's behind a curtain. So it's like <laughs> obviously this is something else, something a little magical if you yeah. will. But she goes to hide in the wardrobe with all of the coats, and it's, like, all these, like, huge furry coats. I love them. Me too. They're, like, I I feel like it's, this part where she's going through the wardrobe is super tactile. Yeah. Like, you can really, like, feel it. Hello. Fear it. I'm I'm afraid. (laughs) You can feel it. Yes. Like, the rustling and stuff. Like, she goes through all these fuzzy coats. And then the transition. Into, like, pine needles and stuff. And it's like, oh, Oh, it's so good. And then in the wind. Oh, it's just the most magical little winter wonderland Mm -hmm. because she's entered Narnia. And she's like, how did I get here? And it's just her. (laughs) So she comes across the, like, lamppost. Mm -hmm. um, Which is, like, marking when Narnia starts. Yes. Right? And then when, like, the real world, like, the little portal. Mm -hmm. Um, And the lamppost. Oh, my God. Like, I can just, like feel like I can taste this movie like you know like I can just like yeah everything about this movie is so tangible mm-hmm. and like it feels so real I think that's like such a huge part of why it was such a big part of my childhood because of like the like being like oh I live in like a very like cold place mm-hmm. so I can pretend that I'm in Narnia like oh perfect <laughs> very wintry that's smart but Lucy meets Mr. Tumnus I love how they meet because they're like like Oh, it's he's so cute. Just, like, he's just, like, frolicking. Like, he's just, he's just going to frolic. <laughs> and, and, and then she's like, oh, my God, like, there's a noise. Like, I'm scared. And then they're both, like, scared of each other. I know. He's and like, they're both, like, she hides behind the lamppost, which, like, is not big enough to cover her. And, like, and they just do little peeks. And then, and then she's like, are you afraid of me? Are also, they're British. They're so British. Well, yes, they live in London. I didn't know that. I was like, why are they British? <sighs> I mean, I uh, it's okay. No, they have to be British. Yeah. For some reason, nothing magical can ever happen in America. <laughs> why? I don't know. I mean, we have Percy Jackson. Long yeah. Island Sound, I guess. But like, 
I'm good. <laughs> That's all we are. But they get Harry Potter and Narnia, so whatever. Mr. Tumnus is like, I feel like James McAvoy. Yes. First of all, King. Love him. But I love so, him but so much. Sometimes they're just like, you know, when you like, so do you ever have, there's like a few characters in my mind mm-hmm. that like lots of people look like. I can like sort people. One of them is the annoying kid from Narnia. You know, the, 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 the one kid? in the yellow that's like, from Narnia or the Polar Express? I meant the Polar Express. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> one of them is that guy okay. from Polar Express. Yeah. Another one is Mr. Tumnus. Like, lots of people look like Mr. Tumnus. Um, like, what's another Who are you one? meeting that looks like James McAvoy? Can I meet Well, them? just like, <laughs> like people, just like literally anybody like with brown hair and a beard. Oh. I'm like, you look like him. Oh, I guess he does have a beard in this. Yeah. And it's just like a very like, what else? Like, like sometimes the characters from Fish Hooks come, that just, that's just what comes to mind. But when are we watching Fish Hooks? That's, that's the question. <laughs> I don't think we need to watch a lot of Fish Hooks. <laughs> Definitely like one episode though. <laughs> Like, I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, like, Mr. Tumnus is, like, just, like, an everyman. I don't know. <laughs> I, he's, got, he's, like, naked. He's, like, he is. Like, I I don't know how I feel. Like, there's a couple things. So, like, I don't know how I feel about Mr. Tumnus because I love James McAvoy, mm-hmm. but I do think it's a little creepy. <laughs> he's morally gray. <laughs> yeah. Like a I mean, like, he does start where he's, like, I'm like, I don't trust you. Like, yeah. like I really like, I want to like you, but I'm also just like, I don't, I don't know. Like, he looks very like. He looks superhuman. Like, he doesn't human. look like But then another you see thing. his legs. His legs are all I like, know. And he's going like, do, 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 do. And like, and he's whatever. trotting and he has this like little red scarf on. His I love the red, red scarf. scarf. I hate it. No. Oh my God. <laughs> but basically. Wait, I have one more thing to say about James Jackboy. Okay. I love James Jackboy. Me too. Have you ever seen the movie Penelope? I haven't. I love Penelope. It literally solidified James McAvoy in my like, mm-hmm. like tears of hot men that I love. <laughs> and like, um, <laughs> I guess I've seen. Okay, I've seen like a couple things that he's in. Notably, the one where he plays the person with like multiple personalities. Split. Split. I don't know. Fine. But then I also have seen um, the one with Keira Knightley. Why am I forgetting what it's called right now? And she's wearing that green dress. It's like during wartime. It's so good. I don't know. Why am I forgetting what it's called? Atonement. I've seen Atonement. Mm. So good. I haven't, I just think of him as the Penelope guy. And once you see Penelope, you'll know what I mean. Gotcha. But like, I love that movie so mm-hmm. much. It's one of my favorites. It's got uh, Christina Ritchie mm-hmm. and Catherine O'Hara mm-hmm. and James oh. McAvoy. Wow. That's quite the cast. It's stacked. Yeah. It's so good. So moving on. Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> Mr. Tumnus, like, invites Lucy to his, like, little humble abode. Wait, did we say what Mr. Tumnus is? Oh, he's a fawn. Yeah. We never said that, I don't think. Yeah. But he has, like, what is it, like, goat legs? Deer yeah. legs? Something, something, something like, like that. that. Like, he's like Grover, kind of. Yeah. From yeah. Lucy Jackson. Yeah. Mr. Tumnus invites Lucy to his house, um, and, like, they have, like, tea and, like, a little snack. So cute. But the, the his house is so cozy. I want to live there so bad. And then he starts, like, playing her the flute. Mm-hmm. And the fire starts, like, and showing the- images of Narnia and Aslan. It's so good. It's so good. Right this up. is when I was like, this is a little creepy. <laughs> no, I know. It's, like, a little weird. Yeah. But, like, I... I've, something about it is so, like, comforting. Mm-hmm. And, like, the magical, like, fantasy land stuff. Even if it's, like, scary, it's kind of... It's kind of, like, amazing. I don't know. It's, like, just so good. But then Lucy falls asleep. And Mr. Tumnus has, like, kind of lured her to sleep with the song. I think is what yeah. we're supposed to be, like, believing. Yeah. No. So he, she falls asleep, and then when she wakes up, 
he's like, oh, I love being your friend. Like, I love hanging out with you. It's too bad I'm kidnapping you. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, wait, what the fuck? It's so funny. And um, basically, he's like, yeah, but I, like, I don't want to. Like, and we get the whole backstory of, like, the Winter Witch yeah. is, like, looking for a human. And the humans are going to do something that are gonna that's going to take her down and, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, so Lucy goes home. Yeah. He sends her home. The, this time he sends her home. Yes. Um, and hardly any time has passed. And her siblings... Like, don't she ruins hide and seek. Yeah, they don't ruins believe it. her story because they're like, you're just a little girl with an active imagination, even though she... I would hate to be Lucy. I would hate to be moment. Lucy. They gaslit her. They, they really did. Her. But, like, like, honestly, like, who would... Be, like, I wouldn't believe her. No, I wouldn't either. Yeah. But, like, it makes... But then they all find out. Oh, my God. Eventually. That it's real. Eventually. So Edmund follows Lucy into the wardrobe because he's, like, the second youngest, so he's mm-hmm. kind of, like, he wants to believe in it, and, like, she doesn't know that he's there. She goes back Edmund. to, like, she goes back to visit Mr. Tumnus. Yeah. And Edmund meets the White Witch. This scene is so iconic. Oh, my God. This is so iconic. <laughs> the Turkish Delight. I want to... Have you to... ever had a Turkish no, Delight? No, I haven't. They're kind of gross. They are? Yeah. What are? What is Turkish they're Delight? Like, they're, like, little gummies. And then they're, like, coated in powdered sugar. Ah. Okay. But I was, like, I really wanted to bring up Turkish Delights, because I, when I was in London, mm-hmm. they had Turkish Delights, and I was, like, oh, Yeah. But oh. it reminded me of this. I know. We should have done, like, a little taste test. <laughs> but, um, So, the he, Winter Witch, like, basically, like, enthralls Edmund. And yeah. he, she's, like, I can get you anything you want. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm the Queen of Narnia. Yeah. And um, all he wants is Turkish Delights, which, like, that's pretty easy i know like he literally he's being like like lured by this witch because of the turkish delight it's like that's it's all not it any bigger thing like that's it all would, it took it would make more sense to me if he would been like had been like something like home alone where he's like no one in this family likes me like i feel so like an outcast yeah. like if he had something like that but it's like no like he just wants a turkish delight yeah and like and she's like i'll give it to you if you bring me your three siblings Three, your three whole siblings. Yeah. And she's like, he's like, yeah, more Turkish delight in exchange for literally my family, I guess. <laughs> the witch leaves him behind to bring all the siblings to her, and Edmund and Lucy reunite. Um, so they're like, oh my god, you're in Narnia? I'm in Narnia. Or Lucy tries to tell Peter and Susan, but Edmund is being a little snaky snake. And he's like, no, no. No, no, Narnia isn't real. Lucy's crazy. I kind of love that he did that. He's such <laughs> a gaslighter. Like, I don't know. Every time he did something bad, I was like, I love it. I love that he, like, because I think it's really interesting that he's not, like, an antagonist, but he is, like, not, I don't know, like, he's one of the main characters, but he's not, like, a good guy. Yeah, he isn't a good guy. That's true. I guess. You know. When Peter and Susan bring the, they're like, my god everybody's fighting over narnia and they're like they go and talk to the professor about it he suggests that maybe lucy is telling the truth and they should believe her and it's like implied that like he went there as a kid yes right Mm -hmm. okay do they ever like in the books or anything have like an origin story of this wardrobe yes so like narnia isn't like or the the lion the witch in the wardrobe is not the first book in the narnia series I can't believe you're learning all this. This is so exciting. <laughs> what? So, um, the first book is titled The Magician's Nephew, and I, I believe it is, like, about the professor, like, when he's young and oh. he's going to Narnia, like, for the first time. But it, it, like, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, like, functions, like, as a standalone book in a lot of ways. Huh. And there's just, like, a lot of, like... So the series is, like, pretty, like, very much, like, out of order. 
like when you're reading it, it's like it's not just about the Pevensies. It's about like there's I think the fourth one is called the horse and his boy, or maybe it's the third one. But they're like they're all just sort of like about different tales of Narnia. But oh. you do follow like. Do they all have like the same like beats of the story? I'm not sure. It's been a while since I've read them. Okay. But um, book club. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> We we, we tried. We tried. <laughs> I would read these again, though. These ones, and I know they're good, so it's like a little better. But that's there's little origin mm, story okay. there. Okay. So the four siblings end up like retreating to the wardrobe because they're playing a game and like they break a window. Accidentally break a window and like I feel like the one I can't remember if one of the like one of the reasons that they're like really scared about like having broken the window i think it's because like when they got there it was like don't ruin anything in the house yeah like there's like this creepy housekeeper like character who like had like why like (laughs) like there's no reason why she needs to be so creepy yeah but like the second they that the, uh, the kids showed up she was just like don't touch anything don't have fun don't play like don't make noise and like and they were like what? Like, why Literally are we, what? like, yeah. we're children and, like, you said we could come here. Like, what the fuck? Exactly. And so, yeah, I think they're, like, scared of this woman. And so they, like, they, like, run away because they hear her coming. And so they run into the room with the wardrobe and they all hide in the wardrobe. Because <laughs> that's what you do with your siblings. Because, of course, you hide in Me the wardrobe. Me and my three siblings, we always hide in the wardrobe. We always <laughs> are hiding in the wardrobe. Me and Lila, you know how it is. <laughs> yeah. But eventually... They discover Narnia, the four of them, and Peter's like, Edmund, you're literally a liar. Apologize to Lucy. And it, like, pisses him off a little bit. And then they discover that the witch has taken Mr. Tumnus because Lucy went to go, like, show them and be like, look, these are all my siblings, and look, and Mr. Tumnus. And she, like, ransacked his house and stuff, and he had, like, this... They destroyed his humble abode. They really did. (laughs) (laughs) It's so messed up. And they meet a couple of talking beavers. Oh, my God. I love them. I literally love them. I just... I don't know what to make of this movie, to be honest. No, no, you just have to love it. All the animals talk. Everything is, like, the trees talk. Like, it's so cool. Yeah. And I just love a little, like, furry animal that's, like... A beaver? A beaver that's, like, I'm gonna save the day because I am a main character now. It's so funny. I feel like they just come out of the blue and they're just, like, pew, pew. I'm a beaver. Yeah. And they're, like, we're gonna help you now. And it's, like, because we love humans and we love, um... Mm -hmm. And I we keep wanting to call it. I keep wanting to call Aslan Asgard. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> like, because <laughs> it's yeah, it thing. does sound very similar. But um, anyway, and the beavers basically say that Aslan plans to return and regain control over Narnia because the White Witch has like created like an eternal winter, basically in yes. Narnia. And w- do they ever say like where he's been? He's like he's, he's like been around. Yeah, like, at the end of the movie, they're like, Aslan always comes when he's the most needed. Yeah. You know? And, like, like the fact that he's, like, the Jesus figure, it's, like, kind of, like, you know, he's coming to, like, perform miracles, pretty much. But, um, <laughs> I know. But, I mean, even, like, the, there's, like, a prophecy that says, like, two sons of Adam and two daughters of Eve will, like, sit on their oh, thrones and, like, the riches, wa- like, reign will be over. So, like, they're supposed to be the ones to save Narnia, which is the entire reason why the White Witch doesn't want yeah. the humans, like, in Narnia. True. They also grab their coats at this point, and they grab... <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Coats. I know, they're finally feeling the cold. <laughs> yeah. And, and Edmund's like, Narnia. this is a woman's coat. This is a woman's coat. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> also, oh my God, Will Poulter. Do you know Will? You know Will Poulter. He's Who? like the galley in the Maze Runner series. Is he in Narnia? Yeah, he's in the the second ones. He's like their cousin. This guy. Oh, this guy. Yeah. 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 But he is like like that as well. He's like Edmund, but like even more. Even more Edmundy. Yeah. yeah. He's so I love nice. Edmund. Yeah. <laughs> but um, basically, Edmund, Edmund sneaks off. Yes. To visit the witch. To visit the witch. Because, like, he's kind of in love with her. And, like, honestly, she slays. Like, have you she seen does her slay. outfits? Like, she does the slay. way that they do, like, they make her look so, like, larger than life. Yeah. And, like, so, like, And she has, like, she has, like supernatural. Dogs, and she has, like, all of this, like, really cool stuff. And the way they, like, cut her, like, um, tops is really interesting because they leave, like, they make this weird, like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, yeah, it's no, really it's really cool. And she has all these, like, servants around her. Yeah. And, like, her palace is so beautiful. Yeah. The ice palace. If there's an ice palace, I'm sad. Like, in any situation, I <laughs> I fuck with an ice palace. Al- Elsa, Frozen, love Frozen. Yeah. What is it? Um, Shark Boy and Lava Girl, ice palace. Like, it's so, every time, it, like... Yeah, without fail, I love a nice palace. So the witch sends wolves to find the children. And I like the wolves. The wolves I are interesting. I love wolves. Wolves in the wintertime, theme in this movie. And like these like two episodes we're about to do. Wolves in the wintertime. Wolves in the wintertime. Like there's something about wolves and deer mm. in like snow. Yeah. That's just like, oh, it's so good in my head. I love it so much. So these wolves also talk and they're like very snarky and they're like running after the beavers. Yeah. They're and like, they're kind of like Flotsam and Jetsam from The Little Mermaid. Who's that? The eels. You I know? know Ursula's eels. Okay. It's been a while since I've yeah, seen The Little okay. Mermaid. That's okay. <laughs> um, but so they like, they get into the beaver's house and like they quickly escape. And they have this fox friend who like is like, he's like morally gray. Like, we don't know about the fox. We don't know if he's gonna like wear He's like, swipe or no swiping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, they ask the fox and they're like, which way did they go? And he like tells them the wrong way. The witch is trying to get the kid's location out of Edmund. And Mr. Tumnus is trying to like defend him because like, we're like, the whole time we're supposed to be like rooting for Mr. Tumnus's like redemption. Like you understand, like you're supposed to understand that like, he is like being forced to do this, but like yeah. a lot of the characters wouldn't. So it's kind of like, I don't know. Being the, forced to do what you mean? To like kidnap the kids. But he didn't kidnap them. Or like, no, no, I guess you're right. Yeah. Like he almost like, did. Like he almost did. Like he was talking about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so he's defending Edmund, but the witch like turns him to stone, which is like what she does with I all of the like. I love it. I know. And then her like castle is just filled with all these like stone statues yes. of people. I, I really love, like I love the ending when they, like, when they get really... When they unstone yeah. them. Yeah, it's so good. Yes. Oh, my God, Father Christmas. So, when Peter... I forgot about yeah, Father this is, Christmas. Well, it's just, like, the more you think about it, the more you're, like, oh, yeah. Like, this is pretty... <laughs> like, so, Peter, Lucy, and Susan, and the Beavers are on their way to find Edmund and, like, basically, like, free him pretty yeah. much because he's gone. And they run into Father Christmas, which is so cool. And that's, like, a sign. It's supposed to be a sign that, like, the witch's power is weakening. Um, that, like, she's losing control. And, like, winter is ending. Winter. Winter is coming. Winter's ending. Um, so they're like, oh, and he gives them all gifts. Oh, Which yes. is really cute. I love all their little gifts. Um, and she, Lucy gets, like, a, little a healing potion. potion. Susan gets um, a magical horn. Oh, Lucy also gets a dagger. That's important. 
um, and like a bow and arrow. And then Peter gets like a sword and a shield because obviously, why wouldn't he? I kind of love Peter. I love Peter. I always had a crush on Peter. I love Edmund. <laughs> yeah, I always had a crush on Peter. But I like Peter as well. I mm-hmm. like both of them. I like how they don't look related. Um, yeah, I, in the slightest. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> like, <laughs> the rest of them have dark hair, and for some reason, Edmund's the only, like, blonde one. You mean Peter. They're, like, continuing their little quest to find the White Witch. And also, like, they have to cross this river. But, oh, like, my God. This scene. It's crazy. This scene had me so anxious. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, oh, like, winter's ending. Like, you know what that means? The ice is, like, going to melt, too. Yeah. So they, like, they like escape, like, the wolves that have been chasing them for a while, like, by getting on the, like, breaking ice and, like, floating away. Yes. It's really stressful. It's giving... <laughs> it's giving that scene in Elf when he, when he takes when he takes the like little thing of ice and he goes. Do you remember I that? I haven't seen Elf in a very long time. Okay, bye, buddy. I hope you find your dad. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of it. Pretty yeah. much. <laughs> Except but it's so stressful. And then they're like having this chase scene on the ice, and then they have to jump onto one block of ice, and then they're like, and that that gets them away from them, and then the ice is, like, melting, so then there's, like, a waterfall, right? And the waterfall starts, like, breaking, and they're like, holy shit, like, like, we're gonna die, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> and then the waterfall breaks, and they all get, like, plummeted, like, underwater, mm-hmm. and... In the freezing cold. And, yeah. Yeah. But it's Narnia, so it's magical, so it's okay. Yeah. No one told me that when I was watching this oh. movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Like, okay, like, yet again, this is, like, this really reminds me of The Call of the Wild. Did you ever read that? I love that book. It's more dogs in the winter and, like, wolves and stuff. And there's, like, this whole scene where one of the dogs falls into, like, a frozen river. And then, like, the guy, like, saves him. And it's, like, really cute. Anyway. That, like, has always... That's, it's not that it's a fear of mine, but it is something that I think about a couple times a year. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Like, when I see people ice skating, like, on ponds, I'm yeah. like, you're not... Uh, mm-hmm. Exactly, right? Like, it is, like, definitely something that, like, I've always thought about. Especially, maybe it's, like, the in- It's a Wonderful Life of It All, like, mm. um, how he lost his hearing. But, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I would never... Uh, it really stresses me out. So, eventually, the group... I, I'm, I'm kidding right now. I'm literally kidding, because they're not going to save Edmund. They're going to find Aslan, who will help them save Edmund. Yeah, it's a roundabout way. Yes. Which, like, I love how they have so much faith in this Aslan character. Because they don't know who the fuck this guy is. You've gotta have faith. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Gotta have faith. Jesus. Anyway, so they eventually, like, get to Aslan's little camp and meet all of his troops. And, like, you meet all of these other, like, Narnian creatures. They're all, like, centaurs. They're all centaurs. Literally, like, all of them are centaurs. Yeah. What else is there? Well, all the animals, too. There's, like, a lot of animals that are talking and, like, cool. So the White Witch journeys to Aslan's camp to claim Edmund, but Aslan secretly offers himself instead. So we're going to, like, start the, like, little... It's like a little war, kind of. The war begins very shortly. The war. The war. But, um, so Aslan has, like, decided to, like, offer himself to the White Witch, like, in exchange for Edmund. He's dying for the sins of... Sorry, I'm sorry. It's not your fault. You didn't write the movie. I didn't. But um, that night, so, like, the White Witch agrees to it because, like, killing Aslan would be, like... Success. Success. Yeah. Won the war. And that night, like... Oh, my God. This scene is so terrible. 
It's so terrible. All of the like, all of the witch's minions are like tying him up with rope and like torturing and, him and, and like, like cheering as he's dying. Hair off. It's awful and, and like, so terribly sad. And the saddest. So okay, so um, it's like the middle of the night, and um, Susan and Lucy mm-hmm. can't sleep, and they find Aslan, and he's like on his way to like his, his execution, essentially, and they walk with him for a little bit, but then he's like, I have to go on my own now, walk and with then. Me. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. And and then they follow him and so they see all this happening and they see the white witch kill him. Mm-hmm. And then they like wait until everyone leaves and they just like cry over his dead body. This like poor big lion. Like, it's like so sad. It's so sad. Yeah. So um the witch does kill Ad- Aslan and then like deploys an army to slaughter Aslan's troops. So this is like where the war begins. And yeah, Peter. Peter is like kind of like in the front of it all. He's got his little sword. He's the like he's the hero. Yeah, he's being the hero. He's the yeah. Gryffindor, guys. He is the Gryffindor. But um Lucy and Susan send a warning that Aslan has died and they send it through the trees. Yes, through the Which is so sick. But anyway. <laughs> um, they send a warning and Edmund persuades Peter to take control because Edmund is now like back with them. Yes. Because he's like he escapes yeah. pretty much. And finds everyone. And then there's like a crazy war. Um, crazy war scenes are happening. Yeah, they're battling. And like it's so stressful. Like mm-hmm. like at one point Edmund almost like dies because his like his brother's like, Oh, like go back, like it's not safe and then of course he doesn't, and he's like, "Why don't you fucking listen to me?" Yeah. Um, and then so Edmund is like injured pretty bad. Exactly. He almost um, dies. He almost dies. And Lucy and Susan are also like on the way to the witch's castle to free the like the people who are like trapped in stone. But before this, we shall discuss um, <laughs> Aslan being resurrected. So yes. The, that, so how does this work, Maggie? I, I will. I will tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you. So, basically, like, Susan and Lucy are, like, they've witnessed the death of this, like, lion. And they're, like, standing there. They're crying over his body. I think they fall asleep. Yeah. And when they wake up, he's gone. Where did he go? He's dead. They were there the whole time. Turns out, they're, like, looking around. And then he, like, walks up. Like, Aslan, like, reappears. And he's, like, there's, like, a sunrise yeah. and it's like very beautiful and he's just standing there and he's like I'm not gone forever and he's like <laughs> he's like I'm back I'm we're so back <laughs> and um Aslan is like I knew I wouldn't like die like I'm well like, so it was like the specific place where he got murdered yes, it was the murdered murdered the stone table like was like you could only you wouldn't die if what like what it was, was something there? like pure intentions yeah. or something like that but the like when the table like the table like cracked in the middle of the yeah. night which like meant that it saved Aslan so whatever it is it's a magical table that saved Aslan exactly yeah. oh my god before we move on we have to talk about the like little quote, the, quote. do not cite the deep magic to me which I was there when it was written you know no oh my god this is so like this is so iconic do not cite. Do not cite the deep magic to me, witch. I was there when it was written. Rumored to me. Oh, what? <laughs> you haven't heard that before? Well, I mean, I, I guess know. I heard it in the movie. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. It's like a little like joke. It's like a meme now. It's a meme. It's like a joke. Do not cite. Do not cite the, the deep, deep magic, magic to, me, to me, witch. witch. I was there when it I was, was written. When it was yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. 
they um, win the battle. Aslan so is alive, true. and he like breathes on the like prisoners, and they come back to life. So yes, yeah, the witch has been so, defeated. Thomas, 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 whatever. Tom- Mr. Thomas. His name is Thomas. No, Thomas is back, and. We're all excited for him and his red scarf. Yes. Edmund is healed by Lucy's court, like her potion. And the Pevensies are crowned King Peter the Magnificent, Queen Susan the Gentle, King Edmund the Just, and Queen Lucy the Valiant. So they're now, like, they've taken the throne, and the prophecy has been fulfilled, and everyone's happy, and then we get, like, a... Like a <laughs> epilogue, sort of. I hate the epilogue. Yeah, I hate it, too. It's... It's, so it's they right. threw in all these actors <laughs> yeah. uh, that are, like, supposed to be older versions of them, mm-hmm. and they're, like, running through the forest, they're frolicking, they're on horses, and they're, like, they reach, they, like, they stumble a- upon the, the lamppost. Mm-hmm. I'm like, holy shit, like, I remember this. And what do they do? So they, like, they leave Narnia. But and is it, like, on purpose? Yeah, because they're like, oh, we didn't, we have just been here for so long, like, our time is done. And they, like, stumble out of the wardrobe, and then they're, like, back to their child selves. And the professor finds them, and he's like, you know, where have you been? And, but it hasn't, like, time hasn't passed. They're yeah. like, how did you, like, why were you in there? And they're like, you're not going to believe us. And he's like, try me. But basically, the moral of the but- story... Is that Narnia comes to you when you least expect it. But I, I don't understand the epilogue because there's two other movies where there I don't are either. older versions of themselves, so they didn't actually spend, like, years I, there. It's really confusing because, like, in a couple, like, it's suggested that, like, a couple years later, like, when Lucy is, like, 16 or something, they all go back to Narnia to, like, and that's, like, the Voyage of the Dawn Treader or, like, Prince Caspian or something. I can't remember which one it is. But what that suggests to me, and maybe they do talk about this in later movies, is that they were the kings and queens of Narnia, and then those older versions of themselves exist in that timeline at the same time as the younger versions of themselves. Like, when they, like, do you know what I mean? No. They never leave Narnia after Aslan, like, yeah. the whole war. They grow up, they become the kings and queens of Narnia, yeah. they're there for however much time. They're there. They're in Narnia that whole time. Yeah. Narnia timeline, like beginning of Lucy, Edmund, everybody yeah. ending. And yeah. then once they, like, figure out that they can go home, they, like, they go then home. Then they go home, and then and they then, live But then they're years. back here. So, but but this whole time still exists. So, they're, like, I don't they think go this back. time exists. No, it does exist. <laughs> and so they go back to Narnia while they are still in charge of everything. So it's, like, there's the older versions of themselves ruling, and then the younger versions of themselves. Is that true? It's just, like, that's what it Seems when like they me. get there, are there other versions of themselves there? Not when, not in the first movie. Like no, after, in the second movie, I don't know. That's the thing. Do they get there and there are other versions of themselves ruling Narnia, I think and so. they're not ruling Narnia? I think so. That doesn't make any sense. It's a little confusing. Yeah, <laughs> but I like would have to do more research on that. That's just my theory. I, it's been a Alrighty. while, but yeah, that's like that's the plot of Narnia. All right. Yeah. You want to go to lasting impact? Lasting impact. Sure. So this made like a lot of money. That's crazy. I can't even read that number out loud. It has a lot of it has Se- nine digits. Seven hundred forty-five million? Yeah. That's a lot of That's money. A lot. Um it was the fifty-fifth highest grossing film of all time. Um, and a worldwide opening of hundred and seven point one million, marking Disney's fifth largest opening worldwide at the time. 
Um, and it was the third largest movie worldwide among those released in 2005. Oh, so it didn't come out in 2004. No, 2005. That makes sense. Because Shrek came out in 2003, right? It's, yeah. And it's still the highest grossing Narnia movie. Wow. Yeah. I love this movie. What's your, what's your review? (laughs) I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Because I feel like I had such a time watching this movie, and it was not at all what I felt like I signed up for. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, but I don't feel like it was bad. I just, like, don't think it's, like... I don't think it's a Christmas movie. It's just a winter movie. I... But I, I don't even, like... And there's and there's Santa in it. It's too... I don't know. It's one of those, like, when... Sometimes I really don't like when, like, um, kids' movies are too real or too depressing. <laughs> really? Yeah. I feel like they, they, like, last better that way. Well... I, this felt like too much to me. Mm. <laughs> this That's felt fair. like too like I felt like they were always on the brink of being killed, and I feel like which I, I'm really interested in seeing the new one mm-hmm. I'm once see it what comes out like. because I think this would not be the same if it was made in 2023. I don't think you put children in that position as often. You think? I, I mean, don't think I think so. that's just how the book is. I don't think like, like I think like the st- I think people are more like sensitive to um yeah but it, at the same time it's like kids going on like a magical journey and like the stakes are high but there's some sort of like magical element about it that like makes you feel like they're going to be safe but I I didn't feel that I didn't feel the magic of it like wrapping me and like keeping me safe interesting so um I wouldn't say it's tragic. I wouldn't say it's nostalgic. I'd say it's all right. <laughs> you say it's a secret third thing. It's a secret third thing that we haven't come up with. Mm. For me, this is very nostalgic. I love this story as a whole. And I love, like, I think it's just such a beautiful movie mm. to look at. It is really pretty. Like, aesthetically, yeah. it's gorgeous. And I just think it's it's really well done. Um, I'm, like, scared for the future of the Narnia franchise with um I don't know I guess like the the remake and whatnot but I like these books were really special to me when I was younger so I love love this that's valid for me yeah love, and I love that for you too thanks you're welcome next up we'll be talking about the Polar Express another holiday class and if you're scared of the Polar Express I need you to get over it and watch it that's all I'm gonna say <laughs> Get over yourself and watch it. Anyway, oh, it holds God. up. Question I can't mark. wait to have different opinions. Oh, no. Okay. Well, anyway. And then we're also finishing up House of Anubis, mm-hmm. um, bringing us Season to close two. out the year. the year and bringing us into the new year. Yeah. So that's awesome. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Childhood Trash. You can follow us at Childhood Trash Pod on Instagram and TikTok. You can follow Pia at Pia LaPlaca. And you can follow Maggie at Maggie and Keating. We'll see you next Thursday. Bye. Bye.